seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have me, Sacred Stone. <laughs> oh, this new crazy mother. Hey, what's up, League of Wildness? Wildman Dan here, and welcome to the Live Wild or Die podcast. This is going to be a quickie episode. Just want to give you guys a few updates and keep the momentum flowing. So, first, I give I got to give a shout out to Karate Mike. He's 7.5 miles deep into wildness this week. We're just emailing back and forth. So thank you for your dedication to wildness and all the encouragement and support. So rock on out there, Karate Mike. Also, in other news, Neon Buffalo is in production. So those will be scheduled to ship from Vietnam to our warehouse here in the U.S. at the end of October. And I have the opportunity for Applied Wildness to ship the filled Neon Buffaloes. And this is something, you know, in hindsight, it was so obvious, but we added that unfilled option kind of right before the campaign was about to launch. And just thinking about it from just so many different angles and perspectives, it's just shipping a heavy ass bag halfway around the world just doesn't make a ton of sense. But We're going to fulfill our commitment to those folks that did back the pre-filled Neon Buffalo. And like I said, I'll have the opportunity for applied wildness, shipping those out. I'm just going to ship them out of my garage basically here from Colorado. So if anyone listening is local, feel free to swing on by, get a few reps in, and I will be sure to do some quality assurance testing and uh, get a few reps in as I ship these babies out. So the Buffalo will roam here soon. I did a quick little two-night camping trip this last week with my older daughter. We were up in Rocky Mountain National Park. Epic weather. And it just reminded me at how different I move when I'm camping or just out in the wild in general. You're just you're on and off the ground so much more. You're picking things up in such a different way. Your kind of operations or work operations, particularly with food preparation is quite different. And I I noticed this even, we were in a developed campground, so that was not as highlighted as when I'm backpacking and, you know, you're doing everything on the ground and it's such a different experience. And it's almost like I need to, there's like training trips to get in shape to do that stuff. But it's, um, I just, I really enjoy doing it. It feels good and it makes me want to, kind of experiment a little bit more with wild cooking while at home or just simply outdoor cooking, but do it in a way and with tools and instruments that kind of replicate that ground experience. So I'm not, it's uh, I don't think my neighbors would be too stoked if I had like an open uh, wood fire going in our backyard, especially in the summer here, but there's definitely ways to kind of mimic that experience and, Really what I'm trying to achieve is is the movement profile of that particular activity and just thinking about, again, in, in the modern environment, everything's at 90 degree angles, desks, counters, kitchen, stovetops are all at that perfect height, whereas in the wild, there's just so much more variety, which kind of forces you into this much broader diet of, or excuse me, it forces you into a much broader movement diet, I should say. So if you're, uh, 
I'd be curious if anyone actually does. Uh, Kim and I have talked about this a little bit, but if anyone out there listening, if you have any kind of specifically outdoor cooking protocols, wild cooking protocols, please send them my way because I'd love to uh, see what you guys are up to and benefit from your creativity and imagination. All right. In other, other news, we're going to be launching another wild day challenge coming up July 12th. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be a little bit longer this time. We're focusing on committing to working out outside. And for those of you that were not able to participate for whatever reason, I'd highly encourage you to consider joining the Facebook group. It's just, it was such a positive environment, the encouragement, the enthusiasm. It was just this, this feedback loop of just positivity. So please consider checking that out. And again, even if you're not on Facebook, I'd also encourage you to, uh, participate in the challenge, shoot myself or Kim an email, just let us know. And, uh, you can, you, you can get all the assets, <laughs> excuse me. You can get all the assets as far as the challenge packet and all that via email. Again, if you're not using social media, but again, would highly encourage everyone to consider it. It's just, um, man, it's like, once you really take inventory of how much time you're spending outside, it's, it's really easy to essentially spend almost no time outside. And there's, there's a statistic that Americans spend 90 plus percent of their time indoors, which is crazy. So let's, uh, let's change that. I've been, I just kind of update you guys on what I've been up to personally is pretty much first thing I do in the morning, get out of bed. I walk out of our bedroom turn right, walk about three or four feet, open the front door, step outside onto the front porch, which faces east. So I get immediate sunlight and I'll hang out there for a few minutes, drop into a squat, maybe do some stretches, maybe go out into the lawn, do some reverse Nordic curls, side lunges, whatever, just kind of move around a little bit. And it's really just getting that sunlight on my skin and my eyes. And I just, I'm so much more awake. And I've noticed that basically... I've been pretty consistent about getting out first thing in the morning and just getting outside more in general throughout the day, the last two months really. And I've been sleeping so much better. It's just, it's like deep, dark, restful sleep. So there's definitely a correlation there. I'm still trying to determine fully the causation, but again, if you're, if you do have issues with sleep, something to potentially consider is just, trying to reset that circadian rhythm by getting sunlight exposure first thing in the morning, trying to limit blue light exposure later in the evening and just kind of wind down with the sun. So that's worked well for me and wanted to share that with you guys. Also what I've been uh, pretty consistent with, and I've seen some folks post stuff, which cracks me up and I love it, but it's, it's the squaffy protocol. It's, I use a French press, so I'll kind of do that immediate morning routine I described going outside. I'll come back in, boil the water, get everything set up in the French press. It takes about five or so minutes. So maybe I'll go back outside or take care of some things around the house. And then once that brew is ready, head back out, sit outside, face east, get the sunlight. And um, it's just the, the best way I can describe it is I just feel better. When I get outside first thing in the morning, 
that light. I, I, I can remember distinctly these times where for whatever reason, I'll end up just staying inside. I can remember actually, this was maybe a year and a half ago. It was a winter morning. I was, I was working out in our living room, but I hadn't left the house and it was like noon. And I went outside and I kind of felt, I felt gross until I went outside and I felt so much better. But, uh, yeah. So anyways, really, uh, whether or not you're participating in the challenge, I'd encourage everyone to at least take inventory of their time inside versus outside and just try and get out. Even if it's just for a few minutes, first thing in the morning, again, midday, and then the evening as well, especially in the summer. It's so, you get that late evening light. It's just such an awesome way to wind down and just kind of reflect on the day and get ready to slumber. All right, guys, that's, uh, I'm going to keep this a quickie episode under 10 minutes. So thank you everyone for tuning in. Thank you everyone for your feedback. If you have thoughts, concepts, ideas you'd like to see on the podcast, please send them my way. Dan at wildgym.com. All right, guys, have a wild weekend. I will see you out there.